Hi, I'm Mindy Stern. I'm J.D. Cargill. And I'm Michelle Arego, and this is Friends Some and Then Some. We are three best friends who met over two decades ago working in L.A.'s local news scene, and we started this podcast to listen, learn, and laugh. How <laughs> do we laugh? on our journey to improving the midlife experience through the incredible power of friendship. And each week we rip back the curtain on midlife, candidly exposing the biggest issues facing middle-aged people, often by sharing the intimate details of our own lives and our friendship. Through expert guests and celebrity interviews, we offer friendship-based tips, tricks, hacks, and solutions to living your best midlife. We are Midlife AF and Flossom AH. So here we go. It's Friends Friend and then some. <laughs> there it is. There Wake it is. Up. Good morning. That's how you know the show has begun, right? Yeah, got a full house. It's amazing. Right. It's amazing, you guys. Hi. Good morning, Hi. my good dears, morning. my friends. We're visions my... in pink. We're like, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. It's shades Look of pink that. today. It is very, very, very uh, apropos for the summer because it's so bright and right? cheerful, and the birds are singing and the flowers are blooming outside. How are y'all <laughs> doing? It's so good to see your face today. <laughs> Our stylist is amazing. No, we have no stylist. We have no, no style, no stylist. No, of course not. No wardrobe. Not. But you know what is hot? Not just the summer, which is heating up, but the guests we have oh, on today's show I'm, of I Friends know. of Minnesota. Smoking hot. Yeah. Dude, seriously, where did you find these hot women? I know. My yoni is like vibrating and I'm <laughs> Down, Yoni. I you know, what? know. It's that Latina thing. <laughs> we Am might be I joining right? you. JD, Michelle, and I are about to come out of the closet. Exactly. All right. There's there's room. There's room for Wait, that especially these women. It's not two gals and a gay anymore. It's just no, it's two, three, three gays. gays. It's <laughs> now it's about to be four gorgeous gals and a gay in the USA. Like we gotta that. bring on these beautiful guests. Okay, the USA. so so Latin hot, finally, right? We yes, we've been spicy. wanting to You're talk right. to this. This is a perfect thing for the mm-hmm. summer. Um, Carolina Davalos, she's a TV host. Um, she used to work with Univision. And Selena Storobia. Torobio, sorry. Um, I'm going to have to say it. I'm not saying it. Come right. on, you're losing your like, Latina I card. I know, yeah, my Latina totally card just got revoked. Um, actress, producer, activist, they're both super out there doing their thing. And, and like I, criminally hot. Like, like yeah. it should be against the Let's law how gorgeous these two are. Love. Welcome to Friends Them and Then Some. <laughs> we need like the flame yeah. graphics. We're going to have to just wait for the crowd to die down. Okay. So the reason why we're having these two hotties on that are super accomplished is they're also best B- buddies. BFFs. That's right. And they're on two. We, we, we haven't talked about this yet on the show, but we have a lot ourselves. The bi-coastal thing. Right. Right. Do you yeah. have a bi-coastal friend? Do you have a friend that you do everything to keep the love alive despite long distance? And then also that yin and yang mm-hmm. thing. Right. Do you have a best friend that you are nothing alike? But you require what they have <laughs> exactly. so much. It's like you're a machine <laughs> yeah. and you've got the motor, the engine, and you, once you put it together, yep. then the car works, right? Ladies, welcome. Yay, Yay. welcome to Friends Some and Then Some. Alinas, will you tell us how you met beautiful Catalina? Tell us, take us back to the beginning, the inception of your story as friends. Um, okay, Carolina. Well, first of all, thank you guys. Thank you so much for having us. Carolina and I, we met doing a radio show all about women's show, made by women for women's show in Los Angeles on Univision Radio. Um, and this was back in 2009, I think, 2008 yeah. or 2009. 
And we didn't click right away. We were all very polite, very proper. We were all very supportive. These five women, we are very different from different fields of the communication world. But then one day, I always say this, this friendship was built on a carpool. Like, okay, are you going to X, Y, and Z direction? Me too. Okay, hop in. And then we started talking about life. And that's how it all began. We were like, oh my God, I was, I remember I was driving and I'm like, does she just say that? And then we started, okay, let's text more you and I, you know, separate from the group because the group is, it was very controversial and that's how we wanted it yeah. because everyone had a different point of view. But Carolina and I, we kind of like started discovering that we were very in tuned with the live's vision. So we started texting more. So you guys were kind of put together as talent, sort of like on a talk show like The Talk or The View where they wanted, you know, um, different opinions to come together and, and you know, they handpicked the talent. But you guys sort of gravitated to each other. Yes. Yes, correct. And, and Carolina- it's really funny because we, m- one of our mutual friends, um, she was in Telemundo with me before. I was in Telemundo for nine years and then I switched to Univision. And uh, Daniela said, called me one day and said, well, um, do you, will you like to be a part of this? And I said, of course, that's been my dream. I want to do radio. I want to be in a show like that live. I love live television, live uh, radio. It's fine. I had no idea what I was expecting. Usually I don't ask too many questions because then I feel nervous about it. <laughs> so the less I know, the better. And uh, I met Selines and, and she was stunning and she was, you know, like she just had done people's magazine and she got married with this beautiful handsome guy and she was like um a firehouse like a fireball powerhouse and uh, i was a little intimidated but um as she said we didn't click right away but then the relationship started happening later sometimes those are the best relationships right like the ones where your first instinct maybe wasn't totally right but then pretty soon you know in those like a lot of times carpooling, being in a vehicle is a great way to make a friend too, because oh, yeah. you have or a common enemy, enemy everyone else. <laughs> road <laughs> rage. It's you and, and I. so you're like, I thought there was, unless you're a vaccine driver, then it means the rage is in the <laughs> exactly. car. Exactly. <laughs> but if you can yeah. both agree that it was their fault, then you guys can bond in that car, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. But really the conversation uh, happened really quickly. We started just jumping into relationships and marriage and, um, you know, this bonding topics of women and then we moved to spirituality and the meaning of life. And then it was a long drive <laughs> and traffic in LA is really bad. So it gave us uh, enough time to really connect and, and, and bond and it was beautiful. Uh, well, I think a lot of people think that Latin America or um, Latinos, it's not a, it's, it's not a race. It's right. a, it's, it's a culture and you guys even though you're both Latina, you're from two very different cultures, right? Can you explain the difference between the Dominican Republic and the Mexico? How does that fare? Because some people just kind of put us all in one pot, don't they? Absolutely, yeah. Yes, they do. And let me tell you, like Latinos, are, we are the same when it comes to our values and our love for food and music. Familia. But then you go inside each country, mm-hmm. we have different slangs, we have different upbringing. And we connected because we kind of like accepted the way we are. We were at a very key point in our lives where we were like, okay, 
whatever she's going through, I'm going to accept. And whatever I'm going through, she's going to accept. And we decided, it was like a conscious decision or a silent agreement without even externalizing it to respect each other's and not judge, right? Like if she told me, hey, my heart was broken at 16. I'm like, you know what? Mine at 18. But wait, how was it? And how was, and then we just learned how to listen mm -hmm. to each other. And it flew like that. It really started flowing, you know? I love that. I guess you're, you're probably so grateful too, right? Because the universe brought you together, but then it was that alchemy, the chemistry between the two of you that became the glue. We hear that a lot in, in our friendship stories. And I also hear a lot, and I, like, I want to go back to this one question that you said. Do you find that it's nice to find a friend who has like a lot in common with you, but then also some complementary skills or maybe like an introvert, an extrovert, or someone who's like, you know, not afraid to go talk to a crowd? Like you said, you're a somewhat opposite. Woman. Yeah, like, like do you what, find balance in your friendship? Where too? are you most opposite and how does that complement the other? Oh, my God. We're totally opposite. <laughs> so <laughs> well, you're both beautiful. When, when, when I think on camera, it's, it's easy for me just to speak because I've done it for so long. But when we go to places, she automatically, she's the person that will walk into a restaurant singing. Mm -hmm. She's oh. the person that oh. will smile and engage with the host and talk and make friends with everybody. And I am more like, let's go down to business. I just want to drink, sit in my chair. <laughs> I don't want to talk to anybody. So she she goes in front and she is this beautiful Dominican explosion smile. She smiles with her eyes. She smiles with her mouth. She has, look at that smile. She has a beautiful smile. So oh. I let her be. She opens the door and I just walk in. <laughs> I like so it's that. It's a beautiful compliment. So, you know, a lot of... Sometimes, sometimes I, um, like, you know how they say women compete against each other? Just we, ask, yeah. found, mm -hmm. we found that point where I tell her, ah, why don't you wear the heels? Yeah, because you look better and more sexy. No, I feel tired. I'm like, come on, we're going to a bar. Just like I, I try to make Elevate her more, right? Mm -hmm. And she does the same to me. Like we went out onto San Diego and we were going to this fancy restaurant, but it was cold. She lent me her coat. And she wore like a jean jacket and I was wearing this nice, you know, wool coat. I'm like, how about you? She was like, no, it's fine. And I'm like, of course, with that face and body and hair, you don't need no coat. Right? <laughs> so we, we kind of like compliment each other. And we've had our disagreements. It's not always like, but we disagree. We agree to disagree. That's good. That's a healthy. That's a healthy. How did you guys get through? I know you guys talked to me about um, getting through a rough patch of your friendship. How did you bring it back, Carolina? Tell us about how did you guys get through that? Well, uh, that was a, that, that's actually a, a moment that I would like to share. And I talked to Sally yesterday about this um, because that was a turning point, at least in, from, from my point of view. Um, we had a trip. And you know how they say you always mm -hmm. really get to know people when you travel together. Yes. Yes. So I was... I was going through an emotional time in that in that uh, in that time, and there was a lot of loss. I had lost my dad. I moved. I lost my job. There was a lot of feelings that I that were like kind of. I was still processing, and I told my husband I want to take a trip to London and I want to go by myself. And he's like, "Are you sure?" I said, "Yes, I need some time alone." And then little by little, my sister tagged along. And then I called Selinas. I think she was going to Europe somewhere else. And I said, "Why don't you come early and meet me in London?" And so we travel, we got a room together and we were off 
in our lives. Like she was going through something mm-hmm. very intense as well. And I was going through something in the totally opposite. So that was a learning experience because I really couldn't understand what she was going through. And I was not in a point to really be empathic because I needed all that love and attention. I needed, I needed healing. So um, we had our moments and uh, I kind of like said, okay, fine, you know, it's not what I was supposed to go through. I kind of got disappointed. She got disappointed and we moved, like she left, I left and that was it. We kept the conversation, but very distant. Like we really didn't talk about it. Um, Years later, she moved back to California and she started a she got a, through a divorce, things were different, and we reconnected and we said, let's go have drinks, let's go for dinner, let's do something, whatever, casual. And little by little, I started uh, noticing that I was going through very similar things as she had gone through years before. Mm. And it clicked one day, and I said, oh my God, I need to tell you something. I have to tell you that I judge you and I have to apologize and I'm so sorry and I feel so bad because I feel like a hypocrite. Here I am going through what you went through and you're listening and you're being a friend and um, I just want to say I'm sorry. Wow. I did. I did judge and I'm sorry for that. I think that is a beautiful way. I love you, Carolina. Oh, you guys are so oh, cute. I love it. I just, <laughs> just the way she was looking at you as you were telling that story was so... It's so obvious that the, the love between the two of you and really what friendship is a real friendship unless it has been in the mud and the tested, dirt yeah. and been tested and then come out because yeah. that's how you know you really love each other when I, you can go there. And I back. think that it's important for our listeners to know that, you know, when you go through things, it's so important. I think the greatest way to strengthen a friendship is to have that vulnerability and admit where you are where you were lacking, where you were wrong, where you, you know, and, and admitting that you judged her, I think is a really vulnerable, bold thing to put to someone that only brings you closer. And I think it's important for people to realize the more you reveal about your vulnerabilities, the closer the relationship can become. Absolutely. And if you Aww. just stay in in your pride, it will create the rift and build the wall between you that will never come down. Pride does not tear down walls, but vulnerability does. And I think that was a big step on your part to do that because I think that's what makes a solid friendship. How did it make you feel, Selena? Yeah. Oh, I, I love you too. I'm getting emotional when I see someone cry. I'm Over like, friendship, oh. yay! <laughs> I get goosebumps. At that moment, I was going through a divorce. Mm. And, uh, four failure in vitros. Oh. It was very hard. Mm. But what I, I'm crying of happiness because I'm like, I, there are very few women in life, in my whole life, I'm 46 years old, that I have the connection that I have with her. And Aww. I always call her, even if we don't speak for three months, and then we pick up right where we left it, right? Or or I, I can tell her, I'm like, I just need to tell you this. And we go for an hour and a half or two oh. hours, mm. me talking only, right? And she's just listening. And I always, we have like 180 subject lines that I started writing on after we reconnected we we started talking every week or every three days or whatever to talk about our lives so what I did was I said oh my god that was so good I need to write this and I started writing and I started numbering them we started in 18 
2018 and now we were in 2021 and I have 180 subject lines and then I write little bullet points below it because it's like mm. she goes into a trance, right? Like, <laughs> oh, like I, I know. Like I tell her, why do you think my, my sister said that? I mean, she was like, mm, no, I would just think of her, this, this, and she's never like bad, talking bad about any other person. She's more like putting herself in that person's shoes so that I can understand it. So I immediately start writing. We, we can have a show mm-hmm. out of every line. And what the key here is that it can happen to men, yeah. women, you know, old, yeah. work relationship, friendship relationship, partnership relationship. So she's amazing. I mean, I'm like, when she told me, I'm sorry, I judge you, I'm like, oh, it's okay. Because in that moment, you know what I did? I went to my other best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, know you have I mean? a, yeah, it's nice to have a yeah. village of friends. You sort Well, you yes. sort of pay it forward too mm-hmm. and then go, hey, maybe I need to say sorry right. to somebody. And sorry, let's be honest, in the Latin culture, it almost doesn't even have a word because especially I don't want to hate on men, but the male Latinos have a very difficult time with apologies. And in my experience, I I literally just had my dad and I'm 49 say sorry to me for the first time. What? What? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What? We need to talk about that. Yeah. Well, no, it's a long story, but, um, (laughs) but it, it's something that isn't easy to do for people in general. But in our culture, pride, um, pride. pride is really big. Yeah. And like yeah. you said, we're set up women to be competitive anywhere, anyway. So we, yeah. we come in guarded to a, to a degree. Um, like there's not enough room at the table for both of us. And that's sort of like an instant defense mechanism. But saying sorry is like the most amazing disarming thing to do. And it brought you guys closer. And now you, Salinas, live in Miami and you live in L.A. How do you guys keep the friendship alive? I know it must have been really hard during COVID because there was no way to get together in person. But are you guys making plans? Well, it was. It was interesting because during COVID, she moved. Mm. So um, it was not only that we couldn't see each other. It was like she was moving. And I was really upset. I said, I can't believe you're moving and I'm not going to be able to say goodbye. So we decided to meet at a park and we had our masks and sanitizers. And, you know, (laughs) we were six feet apart. We couldn't hug. We couldn't kiss because her mom was with her. And, um, but at least we were able to, to talk, to hang out, to see each other and say goodbye. And, uh, we haven't seen each other ever since, right? Yes, that's right. We last yeah, time. It's been a like, year. Last time was like mid May in a park. And that's yeah, that was the time. That was the last time, but I don't feel like time goes by and I feel like she, mm-hmm. she's so close to my heart. And when I talk to her, it's just so in my life. And something really funny happens to her because we're ex- both extremely spiritual and um, I guess in different ways. But with her, when I talk to her, like when she says that I kind of go in a trance, I have my best moments of lucidity and wisdom. The words just come out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this happens with you. Like you allow me this space. I feel so safe and so empowered when I'm, in your presence, even if it's on the phone, that all these things come out. And that is just an amazing thing for me because she has brought me closer to my gift, to my power, 
to my talent. And I think I think that is beyond friendship. That I think it's kind of a soul connection. Such a gift and an honor to listen. So many times we have the, the conversation in our head ready to spew it, but we're not listening when we're waiting to respond. And sometimes just sitting in silence and letting a friend speak is the greatest gift we can give them and just let them be who they are without judgment, like you said. And I think that's important. Something something also that works to our advantage is that we women, after 40, we go through the same challenges. Yes. Hormones, (laughs) hormones, um, marriage, arguments, and or separations, or or new men in my life. Like I got divorced, now I have a new man in my life. Or her child, I don't have any kids, but I have nieces and nephews, or... Or she vents out with me because I'm not a mom and she's, you know, like I always see that real women have to not always be happy and dandy by being a mom. They can complain too, you know? Mm-hmm. So we, we have a lot of things in common just by being women after 40. Yep. And that also we connect there too. I, I completely agree, actually. Even <laughs> though I am the sole male voice on the show, I will say this. You do... Things change after 40. Things change physically, emotionally, energetically, in almost every way. It's like the perfect time to really focus on your best friends because you kind of really need each other. Speaking of support, I think one of the reasons why we connect so well, we, you know, just like you, we met in media a couple decades ago and are still best friends. So we have that in common. I'm curious, though, because, uh, you know, there's a lot that's been said about the state of the acting industry, entertainment, and especially for people who represent, you know, different cultures, how is, what is the temperature like right now for Latinos and Latinas in, in the media in Hollywood? Well, I, I haven't been active in, in show business since I had my daughter. Uh, so I'm going to let Selena answer that because she was here in Hollywood for a while and now she's in Florida. So Selene, take over. Um, we are at a good, we're on the right track. We are now where we should be, but we are on the right track. And I've been thinking about this for the last 25 years of my career. You know, when, when Salma Hayek and um, Eva Longoria, Eva Mendes, Sofia Vergara, where all those names came up, we were like, yes, we're, we're making it. And then it went down. Mm-hmm. And then Oscar Isaac came and the Luis Miguel series in Netflix. Like all those things, I'm like, yes, we are at it. But we still need more. And the same thing with minorities, other race minorities. We, we just need more, more presence. More representative. It's better, for example, I just came from New York City. I was shooting a, a series with Tracy Morgan, the African-American yeah. comedian. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing because he, I had to do it in Spanish. And he said, no, I wrote a role for a Dominican mom where she's Spanglish, but mainly in Spanish. So that's a, that's a window that, oh, okay. So now they're going to subtitle our language, which mm. is used the opposite yes. so that's good but we're we need just we just need more right like honestly so I, what's, I, yeah i just want to know what's coming up for you i want to like what what is down the pike are we can we see you somewhere soon can we what are we looking uh, for well i think that series the last og on netflix is probably going to be out in september okay and i one big dogs for amazon prime um, in there, I spoke Spanish too. I played a nurse. And then I personally do a lot of film production in my country, Dominican Republic. We have a good local film law that incentivizes the industry. So I go down there, I, I write and develop the projects here in the US, and then I go down there and I shoot them. I and they, they do the festival rounds. So it's pretty much that. Like, I, 
I love to write, I love to create, I love to develop and, and come up with a story and build it from the get-go. So pretty much that. I'll tell you what, if you guys ever develop that show that starts with your text and your subject lines from your emails, I think that's got merit. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I do too. Think about the, evol- like if you've got hundreds of them, you guys have gone through so many different topics and it's all realistic oh. because it was real. A that's podcast. A Hopefully yeah. JD, you can start a podcast. Mod Pod Studios. Yes, why don't you come to Pond Pond and start a, studio- <laughs> start a podcast <laughs> yeah, here. Yes, here. I, I got to get better at self-promotion. Evolution. <laughs> I wanted to go back to what Salinas was saying about um, representation because mm-hmm. um, I do think that's important. And we touched a lot about that when we had uh, Gretchen on the show from Women in Entertainment. But um, do you feel like the representation right now because of COVID, did that catapult this market for more representation? Or do you feel like it's sort of gratuitous? Uh, In my point of view, COVID has helped the representation because the majority of ratings, if you go back to Netflix now, the number one television uh, series are Who Killed Sarah, Made in Mexico, Luis Miguel, Money Heist. So I think Latinos, you know, we have we have a strong say in media. We just need to own it. You know, we need to know our power. So I think COVID has helped because now everybody has to be home. You know how Latinos are the ones that have two and three jobs? Now those people have to be home. So they they tune into what brings them closer to their culture. Mm-hmm. So I would say the Latino rating went up during COVID. It, it totally makes sense, too. You know, when each year that I've covered the Women Entertainment Summit, an event, you know, I've interviewed the different um, folks that are participating, mostly women, and asked them, like, what was that thing that helped you break through? And the, the common answer that comes up a lot is to stop waiting for permission from a studio or from an executive. Technology has created a platform and with the Internet the way it is that if you have talent and you have drive, you can put yourself out there and create something that is like all you exactly how you want and test the waters and you don't have to wait for someone to give you permission. So I, I genuinely think that your idea about the emails has a good, has good, like has some legs. And I also think (laughs) that the reason that podcasting is becoming so popular is because it's, um, it's an approachable form of media. You know, it's, it's scary for people to think I'm going to go try to make all of these directors, producers, everyone like my thing so we can make it. But with podcasting, it's like, Oh, I can, we can test it. We can get better. We can, you know, it's an approachable form of media so that it's a little bit easier entry level, you know? Yeah. Just wait for Friends of the the movie. That's right. Until Friends of the Nuns movie. Well, Diva's uh, on the set. You can produce it, Salinas. (laughs) And we'll produce your podcast. That will be awesome. That will be great. And I also think that this, this whole transition uh, during COVID and um, everything that we've been kind of like bottling inside, it's coming. Like we're, uh, facing fear we're facing doubt we're facing a lot of emotions and people need to get connected and kind of like this self uh educational uh materials that we can find online are being very satisfying and very very um big right now so all these topics like friendship like life marriage children they're always been there, but more like in the books, audiobooks. But now it's like, okay, I want to hear everybody, everybody's opinion, because maybe you have something that I need. Maybe you already went through something that I haven't gone through, and I can learn something so I don't make the mistakes. Especially yeah, younger generations, kids that you know were in high school, they were just entering 
uh, college and they're in their 18, 19 years old, 20. And here I come and I can give them all this knowledge, uh, experience, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and different I learning. guide them through. So yeah. I think now the younger audience are so open to receive that, which I is great. So. Because I think before it wasn't there. Yeah, we, that's why we did the show. We want to relate to the midlife experience, but we want to give it a sense of mentorship that hopefully if the younglings listen, right. they're going to they're gonna get that information from our wealth of experience and learn from our mistakes. Um, but all right, so we're ready for Word of the Day, Word of the y'all. day. We're ready. I feel like and we should I have just, a stinger. I just love your soul <laughs> connection, and I just want to say I think that that's part of it when you can really open up it's when you have a deep soul connection with someone. And um, all right, who wants to, who wants you get to vulnerable. pull it? That's the glue. Right, here we go. Here we go. We're going to pull the word. Rapid deep. fire, what? girls. You're going to give us your first thought when we reveal the word. Outstanding. Ooh, Ooh. outstanding Ooh. is the word. Outstanding. Salinas, what comes to your mind? Oh. Outstanding is when women empower other women. That yes, is outstanding. I love that. Women empowering other people. I think outstanding is uh, integrity. You know, like, do what you say you're going to do. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I agree. Mm-hmm. It's actually and? rare in Hollywood. People oftentimes do not do what they say they're going to do. I mean, outstanding. an outstanding is doing something other than expected. I think going beyond what, I mean, even what others expect of you, reaching your highest potential and doing something just magnificent, living your greatest, your greatest walk, so to speak. That's outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, quite literally outstanding to me is like something to stand out. Mm-hmm. Like, so what is it? So, like you know, remember the S's hair, and O's? Like, hair. like some people just so hungry for attention, they're bleaching their hair. Um, <laughs> But when we're kids, oh, 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 no, no, this is just to cover the green. Yes. Same, same. Same. Hello. <laughs> I love it. Um, but then outstanding, like remember when you're oh. in your kid, you got S's and O's, those first like report cards. Yes. And O was the thing you were going for. Yeah. It's outstanding. Yeah. It's it's extra. Yeah. It's something. This is this yes. is acceptable. And then outstanding is right here. And it's really what separates, I think, the biggest winners. Extra mile, Michelle. Well, here's the quote that I like the most: Um, "Outstanding people have one thing in common: an absolute sense of mission." And my outstanding, just the first thing that came to my mind is the Gap Band song "Outstanding." And I had to interview Charlie Wilson a few years ago Mm -hmm. um, for the BET Awards, and at the end of the interview, I said. Please indulge me for the duo of a lifetime. Will you please sing my favorite song of all time with me? And he's the lead singer. So we did a little duet of Outstanding. And how's it go? Outstanding. Girl, you knock me out. And we don't own the rights of this song. Exciting. <laughs> Makes me want to shout. Hey, rock and roll, baby. Rock and roll. Look it up. Outstanding. Have an outstanding day. Should we ask where, really quick, where can people find you if they want to find you on social media online? Um, uh, Before I go, I want to say that the three of you have the same thing you guys were talking about. It feels normal to open up. It it felt very normal to cry or be sentimental. Thank you. Thank you. That's a great compliment. Keep it up. Keep that was a gift. Thank you. Because, I mean, you will have bad days, good days, but just just put yourself in each other's shoes. 
because it's magic what you guys are doing. So thank oh, you. Thank oh, you. that's okay. And uh, what else? Carolina, I also have to say sorry because many, many times I disagree with you and I'm like in a rush. So I promise you to be a better listener. This, this. Oh, look at this my friendship God. commitments. This I love this. Maybe this should well, be a segment. She She's all over the place. She's like really a jet setter. Like she one day she's in Spain, the other day she's in Egypt, the other day she's in Dominican. And uh, I think her posting. We got one like that in our group, too. I'm a mom. (laughs) What are you talking about? What you talking about? (laughs) Willis. At the same time. Thank you. You You can find me with my name and last name, Selines Toribio. Selines Toribio. Everywhere. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Selines Toribio. Carolina? I I don't have any social media. (laughs) Good for you, girl. But you have Facebook, yes. I do have. But on Facebook, I haven't been in Facebook. For but she's like, like but I don't want years. you to find me. And every like, time I, I try, I type a different password and they block me. And so I have to open a new one. Selena, <laughs> so help her out. So get if you want to get in touch media. with uh, Carolina, I send a pigeon to LA. I promise <laughs> I'm going to start uh, a new Instagram for everybody. However, my thing is more like spirituality. Perfect. It's not really entertainment. So I'm, I'm trying to do something with that in that context. I love it. Well, whenever that has developed and formed into a ready idea, come back on the show. We'd yeah. love to talk about it. We'll you guys are we part of our friends. We could do a whole episode on oh, gracias, Carolina. Carolina. That's for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Or did you like what you saw on our vidcast? Were you watching? How about sending us a comment <laughs> or suggestion on any topic you want us to talk about? We'll have new episodes every Tuesday. Please join in the conversation on our Facebook page, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and follow us on Instagram. You can download our podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. See you next time on Friends and Some.